Blog Talk Radio. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, the spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us, that's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it go down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Socks be on the ground, the camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day, when the war is won. and right sizing some of you will have problems trying to keep your house and some of you are going to actually lose your capacity to generate income and I've, I've been sent here by God perhaps just among the other leaders to tell you look if you're going to make it through the crisis you have to focus on management here's God's successful key 
Genesis 1.28 says these words, And the Lord blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that creeps upon the ground. Now, listen carefully because this is really the heart of God's mandate. In Genesis 1.26, God says these words about you. Let them have dominion over the earth. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, God tells us how to do it. Dominion means to govern, to rule, to control, to manage, to lead. Now in verse 28, he tells us how to dominate the earth. He gives us the process. Please get your pen. You're going to write this down. Because anyone who wants to dominate in the earth will have to follow God's simple process. First of all, the four keys of principles of success in God's program. Number one, be fruitful. God never said to be seedful. The first command God gave man was to be what? Fruitful. It's impossible to, be, to produce fruit unless it was preceded by seed. God will never demand what doesn't exist already. So God's first command is to be fruitful. Now when I looked at the word fruitful in the original Hebrew, it does not mean to have children. It shocked me. For example, if having children was the essence of God's command, then Abraham didn't do a good job with just one legitimate child. The word fruitful, write it down, it means productive. Be productive. God's first command to humans is be productive. That means produce something. Poverty is the absence of self-production. I remember uh, when Jesus was laying on the floor one day eating, a woman walked in. She was, it was illegal for her to do that, where men were eating at that time, and she stepped over. Peter, James, and John, and she came to him, and she took this beautiful stone bottle, and she broke the top, and she poured this ointment over his body, and she began to rub it into his flesh and into his feet, and the scent filled the room, and right away, the men knew this scent indicates a quality of ointment that was very expensive. Matter of fact, it was imported from Egypt. They knew it. It was used for embalming bodies. It costs twelve to thirteen thousand dollars U.S. in our day. That's why they said this is the year's wages in one bottle. And they complained to him and said, "Sir, why do you let this woman waste this precious money on your body?" And Jesus said something very important. They said it could have been given to the poor. His answer was. The poor you always have with you. Now, when I look at the word poor there, it shocked me. It doesn't mean those who lack. 
It means non-productive ones. The first command of God is produce. Poverty is when you stop producing. And by the way, stay with me here. God said to Adam, be fruitful. God never gave Adam a chair or a table. He hid them in the trees. God never gave man shoes. He hid them in the cows. God never built a building before. He hid the buildings in the dirt, in the concrete. He hid the cars and the ore in the mountains. Be fruitful. Be productive. The future of Australia is not in America or England. It's in Australia. The capacity to produce is right here. Poverty is a lack of creativity, not a lack of resources. There is no crisis except a crisis of creativity. No money has left the planet. No matter what they say around the world, no money went to the moon, no money went to Mars, it's all still here. And it will be attracted to creativity because crisis creates creativity and innovation. It is those who are productive that will attract resources. is multiplied. Multiply means to reproduce what you produced. If you follow any successful company, you know, I was driving here a moment ago and I just saw McDonald's. And McDonald's uh, is far away from its original headquarters in, uh, in Orlando. And uh, it's amazing, when you go to McDonald's in any part of the world, it's the same burger. McDonald's has discovered God's program more effectively than the church. First of all, you what? Produce. Everybody say produce. In other words, you produce something. You produce one good item. McDonald's produced a product called Big Mac. You cannot find a Mac anywhere else. That's their fruit. But having a good product you will still die of starvation. A good idea doesn't make you wealthy or successful. You got to be able to move to stage number two. Multiply. Reproduce it. McDonald's have developed a system that can produce one billion burgers every single month. And it's the same Big Mac. In China, in Ukraine, in Mexico, it's the same burger. In the Bahamas, in Jamaica, in Trinidad, in London, it's the same burger. Why? They have learned to move God's second stage. They produce, and then they reproduce. Every successful business on earth has stolen God's process, and only the church have missed it. That's why we're broke. Microsoft, Bill Gates produced one good fruit. And then he put the system in to multiply it. What you cannot reproduce will die. The third ex command of God is very important. 
He said, replenish. Everybody say, replenish. The word replenish means to distribute. You know, it's incredible God's ideas are all business ideas. Why? You are a manager. No matter how good your product is, and no matter how many times you reproduce it, nothing can destroy a company faster than dead inventory. Come on, businessman, talk to me. You can have the best product in the world in the warehouse and still die of starvation. You must move to the third level of success, and that is distribution. This church was not built by God just to become a good product. He wants to reproduce this a thousand times in the city. And then he wants to distribute it to other nations of the world. Any company anywhere in the world who are successful have followed God's program. The fourth level of God's success management program is, he said, subdue. Subdue means to control the market. You know, McDonald's have no interest in competition. They are after domination. If you are in business and you don't have a plan to dominate the market, get out of the business. Bill Gates is the wealthiest man in the world today because he was the most successful human so far in our generation who successfully followed God's program. He produced a fruit, he reproduced it, and then he distributed it in every computer, and he was so successful that the entire government was threatened in the United States. He began to dominate the entire computer market. So they called him into Congress, sat him down, and said, you can't do this. You're too successful. You can't control every computer in the world. His success made him a threat. What are you doing with your gift? That's why I'm here today. You were born with a gift. Oh, I need two more sessions for this. This is too important. Listen to me. Your life is a packaged seed bag. Subdue. Control. And God says, if you follow these four principles, be fruitful, produce your gift, your product, multiply, reproduce it, replenish, distribute it, subdue, control the market, the result will be dominion. Dominion, therefore, is not a pursuit. It's a result. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Hey, peace, everyone. Good afternoon or evening. This is the Divine Connection Show, and this is Jessica. And Tasia. And we hope everyone's doing well. Um, This is a different week compared to the previous weeks that we've had. Um, Hopefully everyone is feeling better. Um, There's still work to be done with our nation, but 
Um, we still know that people are dying every day. We're at a healthy Um, you know, looking onward because we're not going to be any good to anybody else if we're not healthy ourselves. Mm -hmm. So just wanted to have a check-in, make sure everybody's good. Um, Hopefully you are. So um, not sure if everyone got to hear, tune in to Truth Tuesday, Akeem's show um, this past day with Dr. Daniel. Um, the interview with her. Um, if you have not, go back and listen to it and listen to it again, even after you've listened to it. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of information that she gives, and it just helps us. Actually, it made me feel good that we were on the right track when it comes to trying to at least produce our own food, mm-hmm. um, trying to preserve our own food. Um, you know, trying to be a little bit more proactive and not rely on the corporations to provide us with food. Or the government. Yes. The Mainly government. the government. She um, yeah, was saying pretty much with some of the regulations and some of the things that they're doing behind the scenes, we will go into a food shortage right. in about six weeks from now. So, yeah. Very important that uh, you guys go back and listen to um, some of our shows about planting and gardening um, because that will be helpful um, yeah. here soon um, and just making sure the resources that you have that you take advantage of it right now, um, continue yeah. to plan uh, for what's to come or what's not to come. It's mm-hmm. better to be prepared um, yeah. and just in case. Yeah, and then to not be prepared at all. And honestly, I wish I would have done it sooner. I was supposed to start a garden last year, and I didn't. So, I mean, it's not too late. It's not too late, no. Yeah, so, I mean, I sometimes get down when I think about what I should have done. So I was kind of beating myself up about that earlier today. Like, there's so many things I wanted to do in life. There are so many things that, I don't know, I'm coming to the realization that sometimes I'm ahead of the game. And I was given Tasia examples of that and how people are just catching up years later. And it's like if I would have done what I was supposed to do or what I thought to do, not necessarily what I was supposed to do, um, I would have been okay, you know. So, I don't know, I kind of beat myself up about that sometimes out of that and just, Remind myself that the time is now. You can do something about it today, you know. So that's why we're starting to do, um, starting to do gardening, planting, do what we can. And it's interesting because once again, I was already in the process of starting to do some type of canning. So this past week, on oh, Saturday, yeah. you got to start canning too, right? But I was already interested in that. So when Dr. Daniels, um, when we heard that on Tuesday, I was, like, reassured. She confirmed what I was already feeling because on Saturday I had three cabbages that I was basically blessed with. I had two purple cabbages and one green one, and I decided to make sauerkraut. And so I 
did the whole process and I, it came out to four jars. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, that's, I'll get into what sauerkraut is beneficial, simply a need. Mm -hmm. Um, It aids in your immune system. So pretty much to prepare, we need to garden. We need to can our food. Yeah. We need a distiller for our water. Right. Just in case the government does something to our water supply. Right. Yep. What else do we need to do right now? Um, Stock up on essentials. Yeah, stock up on essentials. You do need to do that because, you know, the world is going to go into panic mode again, you know. Um, And then what she said is try to preserve your food without refrigeration. Like, what if they do something to the electricity? Who knows? The thing is, we know that they're evil. Some things, like, I thought about that in the beginning of this whole quarantine thing. Like, what if they try to... People think that something won't happen. Oh, they can't do that. You know, we're essential. We, but they can, you know. And I know we need the Internet. That's the only thing that I I know that they want to keep us aware. They want to keep us hooked to the, plugged into the media and, you know, scared and fearful. So I wouldn't be, I would be surprised, but, you know, they they may or may not cut off electricity. I don't know, but you know, your means of getting information from the television or your phone, um, or even if they don't cut it off because it is essential in our world, um, what if the power goes out for some time, you know? So more so how to make your food last. That's why I got into learning how to do all kind of things. So this is where It comes in handy to recycle your jars, your pasta jars, your salsa jars, um, what is it, salad dressing jars, whatever jars you have, no matter how big or how small. I almost forgot. I also made, I have a whole lot of peppers, peppers. I also made two different types of hot sauces, Um, and I put those in jars. So I was just, honestly, just did not want my food to go bad. So... I already knew how to make the stuff. I just, you know, sometimes we're too busy. We don't get around to trying things out. And so I just finally made it. So I made pepper sauce, hot pepper sauce. It's so good to the point I don't think I'll ever buy regular hot sauce again. Um, Why not keep making your own? Fairly simple. It really is. So, um, yeah, so I wanted to let some people know. Oh, yeah, I'm saying, like, you making hot sauce and stuff, you could uh, go into business with hot sauce. That's true. If I like, make a signature sauce. Like Miles Monroe said. Exactly. <laughs> See? Yes. And try to dominate, dominate the hot sauce world. The hot sauce world. <laughs> so there's opportunity out here. Um, cut out of something, as we said before, mm-hmm. to burst something. Yeah. The start of a thing. All you have to do is start. It can burst something else. And, mo- and something else, and it could burst multiple things. Multiple things, yeah. Yep. So I was reading, I also have a, a, an herbal apothecary book. So I just happened to look up, sometimes when I'm on a, when I'm divinely pulled in a direction, I'll look up benefits of something. So I looked up the benefits of the cabbage. And um, it said that cabbage juice has been used to prevent and heal ulcers. So 
it was revealed when the Stanford University School of Medicine, um, you know, they did studies, and it revealed that when ulcers, patients that have ulcers, they drink one quart of raw cabbage juice each day, the ulcers in their stomach healed in about five days. So, um, so also people who ate cabbage instead of drinking the juice, they also healed at a faster rate um, than people that did not eat cabbage at all. So it heals you from the inside. So, like, it also balances out your gut, and I'll explain that too. Um, so cabbage kills bacteria. So the H. pylori is like the bacteria that causes stomach ulcers, so it kills that. And it it basically heals all different types of cancers as well. So different types of cabbages, you have your red, your purple, your green, um, bok choy, subway, all of those are good for you. So it's pretty inexpensive. So that's another thing, like if you're thinking about this drought out here that may happen, about stocking up on some uh, cabbage, you know, and even try to can it if you can. Um, and when when I say can it, I'm talking about sauerkraut. Um, that's what I made over the weekend, and it's already ready. So since I've made two jars, I decided to just start um, with, uh, well, I'm going to give one jar to my mom, but start eating one jar and then um, eat off one jar, you know, just a, a serving a day. And then I'm going to try to let the other two go two weeks because it's supposed to be good for two weeks. So um, the thing about sauerkraut, though, is better to make it yourself because the store-bought cabbage, or I'm sorry, sauerkraut, they have, like, preservatives in them, um, and they're pasteurized, so they're not as good. Um, you're better off making your own sauerkraut. And what I did was it, I just chopped it up finely, and then for the three cabbages I had, I did two tablespoons of uh, pink Himalayan salt, and then I just knead it. Like what you do is you knead it, like K-N-E-A-D, like almost like you're doing dough. You squeeze all the liquid because cabbage holds a lot of water. And squeeze it all out as much as you can. I don't say squeeze it all, but as much as you can, and it takes a while, take some, you just, you can't be in a rush to do anything. You just take your time, you just work it until you get it as packed down and juiced as you can, and then um, you put it in the jars, a loose lid. They sell, like, jars where you can do, like, the air, what is it called? Like a, It's like an air filter type of lid because it releases gases. You have to have a loose jar because the liquids will come up out of it, flow up out of it. Um, and just check on it, you know, every couple of days or so. And, um, yeah, and there you have, it's like, sauerkraut. But I'm going to read to you guys some of the benefits um, so that I won't leave you guys um, without any information because as much as I didn't grow up eating sauerkraut, but I knew that it was very beneficial as I um, went into the health field. And the health field didn't teach me this, to be honest. I'm just very interested in um, health. So 
Um, not only is it a natural probiotic, um, it can improve the bacterial balance of your gut after it's been disturbed by antibiotics. So it also reduces, um, it helps reduce gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, symptoms like Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. Um, it boosts your immune system. It helps you, it can help you lose weight. Um, where is my, the only thing that could be a downside is people have heart um, problems and you're on a, um, what is it, a sodium restricted diet. That's the thing that it can be like high in sodium if you, depending on who makes, like if you buy it, it can be very salty. And if you make it yourself, you can kind of control that. Um, also like a little flavor. So I actually added some crushed uh, garlic to mine, but um, it actually turned out pretty good. <clears throat> and even though I had one cabbage, all of it looked purple, the whole thing. Um, but, yeah, so let me see. I know that it improves, improves digestion and boosts your immune system. Um, it causes you to have a, a stronger gut lining. So it helps prevent unwanted substances from leaking into your body, causing an immune response. Um, and the biggest thing that got me was um, the part about reduce stress and maintain brain health. So, you know, they say that your mood can affect your um, affect what you eat, but what you eat can affect your mood and your brain function. So um, so they found that the type of bacteria present in your gut may have the ability to send messages to your brain, influencing the way, the way it functions and perceives the world. So um, fermented um, probiotic foods like sauerkraut, um, helps in the creation of a healthy gut flora and it's shown to help reduce stress and maintain healthy brain function. So it's also um, helped, it's been found to help improve memory and reduce symptoms of anxiety, depression, autism, OCD. Um, so it's a pretty it's like a superfood. Mm -hmm. So as much as we didn't grow up eating it, I'm just like, you have a serving every day, you know, because it's like a vitamin at this point. So if you're thinking about actual needs and stocking up on food and stocking up on what you need, go ahead and make some sauerkraut. Like, really, that's the most – you don't need anything. You just have it in your kitchen. You go buy you a 79-cent head of cabbage. And get like a half a teaspoon of some salt, knead it, and then can it, put it in a jar, and there you go. You know, um, I have some more information about cabbage, but I probably I could be all day talking about this. Um, so pretty much what we need in our garden is cabbage, cabbage. and beets. 
Cabbage and beets. That's what we've covered. Don't let. Yeah, I got some other things on the list that I need. But yes, cabbage and beets. So we're gonna start with those things first. Yeah. And those are the things that people don't really like. It's so interesting that you know <laughs> the food. Of course, that it makes a lot of sense. So the foods that you don't beet fries that you made were were good actually. The beet fries. That was okay. I mean, you know. For me, I still it had that beet flavor, and I was just like, man, but this is good for me, so I'm just going to eat it. You just got to do what you got to do. Cause... Okay. Testing. Can you guys hear us? In the chat, let us know if you can hear us. We lost audio. Okay. okay. We're good. Sorry about that. Did not know. I mean, still says that I'm connected and everything. I don't know what happened there. Sorry about that, guys. Not sure where we left off, but I was just explaining a little bit about um, a little bit about um, the benefits of cabbage. And I was just saying, um, we always hear about antioxidants and that they're good for you. I don't think people really know what they are. And I just wanted to let you guys know that um, cabbage is packed with powerful antioxidants, including polyphenols and sulfur compounds. And the polyphenols are micronutrients that are from certain plant-based. So they have that, which is antioxidants. (laughs) And um, antioxidants protect the body from damage caused by free radicals. Free radicals are are molecules that have an odd number of electrons, making them unstable. When their levels become too high, they can damage your cells. So cabbage is especially high in vitamin C and is very potent. It's a potent, well, vitamin C is a potent antioxidant that can protect against heart disease, certain cancers, and um, vision loss. Also, it's needed um, in the making of um, what is collagen, collagen. So it is needed to make collagen, and collagen is the most abundant protein in your body. You need that for your bones, your muscles, your skin, your blood vessels. You know, it's also high in vitamin K. You need that in order for your blood vessels, because if not, you will have excessive bleeding. Um, it's all types of things that um, cabbage can do. It may lower your blood pressure, lower your cholesterol levels, um, you know, and helps with, in- oh, it also helps with inflammation. So people with chronic inflammation, like over long periods of time, like rheumatoid arthritis, you know, about heart disease, inflammatory um, bowel disease. Um, so the cabbage contains different, um, I mean, it, it helps with inflammation in that aspect. So I eat for my needs from for all these all years. <laughs> eat some, yeah, so I bet you'll be eating sauerkraut. Yeah. And you know, I was thinking about that too. Some people, a lot of people, don't have the time or don't want to make things as well. And I mean, we're all guilty of that. So hey, I'll make you some sauerkraut and, <laughs> and sell it. Yeah, and what I was thinking, like, right now in this time, um, we need 
a community, even if it's just within our family or our close group, um, to have these things to trade, you know, so we could help one another yes, out. Yes, exactly. Like a community, um, kind of like Homestead, yep. um, where, okay, you make the sauerkraut, but mm-hmm. I'll make something else. Yeah, and, no, like for real, like Octavia, who was on our show previously that was educating us on gardening and things like that, she sells eggs, so like she likes I'm sure she makes her own sauerkraut too, I believe. But if she's low or hasn't had time to make it, we could do a trade. Also, my friend, I um, sent her a picture of my process, and I didn't know she would be interested because people are just proud, you know. But she's a nurse, so she knows about the benefits already. She said that's her reason for eating kimchi, which I haven't tried. And she said that her sister gave her a recipe for, um, I don't know if it was just pickled veggies. So she was going to, she, that was what she said in the text. She told me, she said, so I'll make that and then we can trade. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this, you, you this will. doesn't have just to be food either. I was going to say that. Some soaps or. Yeah. My friend um today, he was talking about how he stocked up on disinfectants and stuff. And he's like, cause he's an early riser and he's very productive on snatching and taking care of his family. He was like, uh, you know. He could he could either charge or he could trade, but that's what we did earlier in this quarantine. I wasn't able to go out and replenish my stash. I had hand sanitizer, but he had a a nice bottle size. And what I did was I gave him some herbs from my tea collection. And I'm like, this stuff is. I mean, I honestly felt like my tea was more expensive than that mm-hmm. bottle of uh, yeah. <laughs> sanitizer but it's like a king size bottle so I was like why not you yeah, know I can make, make our own sanitizer I have aloe, aloe vera plant right in there. you have aloe vera plant I bought some um what is it alcohol so yeah there's I mean there's ways it's just we gotta be we gotta be more hands-on more so resourceful. that's why it's kind of that's why I was kind of afraid of our kids their generation they're not used to having any experience in hands-on anything no. So they're kind of like doomed if you do not teach them. We got to educate them. We got to teach them. So, yeah, I plan to get them in the garden. Right now it's like we're in survival mode right now. Yeah. We got to go back to the way that our grandparents. I mean, you may have to get to buying gold and, I mean, trading with gold and silver, buying with gold and silver. You know, it's just, it's really different. So, I mean, there's been a few people trying to tell you, trying to tell us, trying to tell the world. So that's why I'm like, once again, I get in, down in the dumps like, oh, gosh, we should have been doing this. We should have been doing that. But, hey, I'm already doing something. So. Doing something. Yeah. So, yeah. But speaking of what they're doing in the world, um, I heard about, not heard, I watched an interview, a news interview. I don't know the guy's name. They were talking about the coronavirus vaccine microchip. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard that before. Yeah. So their whole conspiracy theory about, Mm -hmm. who is it, Bill Gates? Oh, yeah, because I saw, but I saw an article today about Bill Gates. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, Bill Gates' wife, she said that they have to commend it that the the corona vaccine. She didn't say the chip. See, I was going to talk about the chip, but 
since we brought that up. Oh, yeah, um, we can talk about vaccines. Yeah, we can talk about that. Let me see. Let me read verbatim what this article says. Time, is it Time Magazine? Melinda Gates says, Black people must be vaccinated first for COVID-19 after healthcare workers. Why, why black people? Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> it says... Um, The first people that need this vaccine are the 60 million healthcare workers around the world. They deserve to get it before anybody else. Then you start hearing. So that's me and that's me. <laughs> oh, Lord. So it says, who needs it after healthcare workers? In the U.S., that would be black people next, quite honestly, and mainly, and many other people of color. They are having disproportionate effects from COVID-19. From there, people with underlying health conditions and then people who are older, those are the ones who all need it first. So they're going to do the experimental minorities? We also need to think about essential workers who are keeping our grocery stores open for us so we can buy food or who are making sure that food moves through the warehouses. And I don't have the part where it says when. Um, yeah, that that's that. Um, and then the microchip, what he was explaining was that they'll be able to know who is vaccinated in a certain area. They make it sound like, yes, about the vaccine. Let's just say they use the coronavirus, which is not running as rampant as they anticipated yeah. or they thought that people would get sick for the people that believed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all they needed was to throw that out there for them to have a reason to make a vaccine and so that people can be on board like, oh, shoot, this was all frantic, even though not many people. I know people that know people that have that diagnosis, and we already, if you listen to, if you even follow Dr. Daniels, you know about diagnosing and all that. But people that were diagnosed, some people passed away, things like that, you know. So but not many people know many people that have died from that. And, you know, a lot of people, more people recovered than have died from COVID. Or so they say it was COVID. So they say it was COVID. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a lot going on, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And with the vaccines, um, what I have noticed in the media, what they're, they're really pushing right now is, well, they want us to think that, the cases, there's more and more cases that's happening right now because of the Black Lives Matter movement. And they had their so-called data of people that were infected because of people Mm -hmm. protesting. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that things are opening back up and Mm -hmm. soon people, more people are getting infected. And with the the politics, what they're saying is in order for us to go back to normal, we're going to have to get these vaccines. Right. So it might might cause us to go back into a quarantine, but they're like, okay, that's not going to happen if we have the vaccine. And during the first quarantine, kind of like in the middle of it, I got noticed that they, um, I got warnings not from work, but that prepare for your families 
because we're going to have another quarantine come August, September, October. So who knows? All we can do, like I said, is be prepared. Mm -hmm. Just be prepared because we know how people are when they get very afraid. We can't go out and get anything. And it's, it's just so crazy. Like I have to go out and buy toilet paper because if I don't, then I won't have any because, you everybody know, else is buying it everybody <laughs> bought it all. So just get the things that you know you'll need um, just in case we're stuck in the house again. I'm going to Google how to make toilet paper, okay? And what the people <laughs> need to do is protest against the vaccine, you know, because I'm reminded when they push for all healthcare essential workers, healthcare workers, to get the flu vaccine, there was a woman that it was a African American woman that protested with herself about getting the um, flu shot. She was like, "No, you guys aren't making me do this." She went all the way up to the head. Um, I don't know, director, executive. I don't really. It was like three people in an office. And and this is her testimony. Three people in the office, and they were already waiting. They weren't even they they didn't even look happy. They were looked bewildered because they were expecting uh, overabundance of people coming through their office fighting against it, but not no one fought. They didn't get anybody but her all day, mm-hmm. and it just goes to show like we just feel like. We have to because of that oppression that we've had since the beginning. And so it's that stuff we got to unlearn, even through the, going through the private, going private process, it can get like that. You know, you have to unlearn and know, like, this is okay. You can do this because what they did to you was wrong in the first place. The fact that you were never a citizen in the first place, you know. So it's like if you get more people giving pushback, mm-hmm. you, you can't. You know, I don't know. So that's what people need to protest about. I mean, unless you want a chip. And then, you know, there's a lot of people that are down for the for the vaccine, though. Yeah. That's another thing. But, like, who wants a walking – you want a chip, like a walking tracker in your body. I got a remedy for that. What's your remedy? We have a template on our website. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We have a vaccine religious <laughs> exemption template. I'm not getting that vaccine. That's the mark of the beast. It's against my religion. Okay. That's what you'll say. Yeah. So. <laughs> that, hey, what's up, y'all? All of that. Hi, Akeem. <laughs> what's going on? Oh, let me turn you All on. right. I got a simple answer for this old. Black people are to get the vaccines. Okay. So what I will do is pull out my 1828 dictionary of the definition of black and point to the fact that black. they're supposed oh, to get the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> I was like, look, that's just black. Oh, if you want to call it, yeah, look, I'm not black. I'm not yep. Black. So you ain't that's talking good. to me. Yeah. <laughs> and have that definition yeah. on deck. Right? Okay, look. Y'all, y'all tell me. Okay, then you roll up your sleeves and take it. Right? Yes. So, exactly. But, you know, it's, it's it's all propaganda. They're trying to sell it a, a, a narrative. And mm-hmm. I have a video of a nurse who's in that Elmhurst hospital. I didn't get a chance to send it to you guys. 
Uh, I'll try to get it to you later. But she talks how they would just put people on ventilators with minor symptoms. So all the people, so they were killing people. They, they, a lot of people died, but they were in the hospital's care. See, in New right. York City, going into a hospital in New York City for anyone of color is a death sentence almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, 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 in, those, in the poorer neighborhoods, the hospitals were overcrowded. It take you hours to see a doctor. Like years ago, there was an incident where there was a clash between uh, a Jewish kid had ran over two what we call black children now, right? But uh-huh. melanated children, children. Uh-huh. So that sparked some riots in Brooklyn, New York. You know, I was I uh-huh. was there at the time. It was crazy, right? Uh, a lot uh-huh. of news, a lot of breaking things. They didn't arrest the guy, and he ended up leaving and going to is back to Israel. So a group of young uh-huh. men, brothers, cornered another Jewish kid and stabbed him with a little pen, like a little pocket knife. So he ended up in the hospital, the Jewish kid. Right there in Brooklyn, kid died. So they tried to prosecute the guy for murder. But when they did the autopsy, they said the, the wounds didn't kill him. It was the, the hospital did not mm-hmm. treat him properly. Mm-hmm. Wow. He died. he died from the wounds were not that he had sustained was not life-threatening. It was mm-hmm. him sitting in the hospital for hours being untreated is what killed him. So the kid, the kid ended up get, getting off and then I think he moved south after that. Um, wow. So New York City, inner city hospitals are horrible to begin with. Mm-hmm. And you do not want to go into those hospitals, especially their emergency room. Okay? And they have a non-care for the brothers and sisters. I have relatives that, you know, died in the hospital care. I just had an uncle die earlier this year. And he went for something that was not life-threatening. And he ended up choking on his own blood <laughs> and mm. got partially, they said he was brain damaged, but it, everybody that died from this COVID-19 was under medical care. So mm-hmm. the common denominator was the treatment. It was the ventilators. You get on the ventilator, that's an 80 to 90% death rate. If you just look it up, you got Google it. Don't take my word. Anybody gets on a ventilator, there is a eighty percent chance that they will die. Well, if you don't need to be on it in the first place, right? But most you know? of the people they were putting on it was not needing. That's to what be I'm on. saying. They it didn't probably need to be on it, so you're gonna, you know, yeah, right. it's gonna have adverse so, effects. Right. So yeah, the, the the trouble they have to go to to put you on a vent horrible. They got to paralyze you. Uh, to get that thing in you, <laughs> so yes, oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But uh, and then the pre they did the settings was blowing out people's lungs, but they're never gonna mm-hmm. say that. They mm-hmm. just say COVID nineteen, and that's the part when you're diagnosed with the right diagnosis and you went through the pro- protocol. That's what saves you. 
that's what's going to save them in court. It's like, oh, no, they're dying. They have, they were a COVID-19 patient, and I went through the protocol because this is how it says I have to treat the patient. Instead of treating patients case-by-case basis, not everybody is at the same exact extreme. If you treat them all the same with that same treatment, since a lot of people are learning and don't know anything about COVID-19, you know, that's the thing. Like, they're in the healthcare field. They're just learning, so therefore – they're going to do the protocol and that protocol is wrong for that individual or that mm-hmm. process. So then they die, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. They're covered by malpractice insurance. And also when they say, I just adhere to what you guys told us to do. So. Right. So um, what we got to do is prepare, you know, get your, your stock of food up, uh, be able to grow your own food. Um, like you said, yeah. uh, distill your water. I just I I drink nothing but distilled water. That's it. Yeah. Um, filter. We drink filtered water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our filter water will be distilled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've learned a long time ago, I always drink distilled water because um, that hydrates your cells better than any other water is what I've learned. So mm-hmm. it's actually healthy. And then after a while, we can sell our distilled water to other people. <laughs> Tases in the whole mm-hmm. making phone. I'm not mad. No, Make it was in Miles Monroe. That mad. motivated me. Yes. Okay, it got me going. So. It, it's true. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. Be fruitful, replenish, mm-hmm. and subdue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, so. Yeah, but when you're drinking distilled water, you got to replace the minerals because distilled water strips everything right. and cleans you out. So you got to yeah. replace your minerals. I use uh, Shilajit uh, to replace yep. those minerals. Uh, yeah. Plus, I yeah. take a, a regimen of vitamins. Right. And since I've been consistent with taking those regimen of vitamins, and man, my my thinking, my 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 alertness is 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 at its peak. So, I I actually realized what I was missing. You know, mm-hmm. taking I take vitamin, I take B twelve, B complex fifty, vitamin mm-hmm. zinc, um, vitamin A. And there's a couple others. Plus, I take the vitality capsules too. Um, okay. And that makes a world of difference. If you take it for a straight week, you'll start to feel the difference after a week after your body builds up, builds mm-hmm. up in your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So yes, we definitely need to take care of our bodies at this yeah. time because mm-hmm. the more we do that the less likely we'll have to go to the hospital, less likely we have complications. Like mm-hmm. Dr. Daniel said, watcher and pooping will do a lot. <laughs> yep, just those two things alone. Yeah. Then we wouldn't Correct have to go into the hospital and be misdiagnosed with mm-hmm. COVID. And yeah. So it's all a domino mm-hmm. effect. Yeah, because we already right. stuck. We were stuck in the house for so long already. So imagine the vitamin D that you don't have. You know, already deficient. If you get tested, 
you're more likely you're going to be vitamin D deficient. You could be deficient in other areas too. So why not? Mm. And then why not? Eat the, why not stock up on what you need, but also eat the foods that are going to aid your, you know, your body's going to, you know, get your minerals and your vitamins from your food. Right. So yeah, it's like. Like I said, like cabbage is it has vitamin A, iron, riboflavin, vitamin B six, folate, um, what vitamin C as well. So you know, it boosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, immunity booster. So let's just. I guess we got to be particular. I mean, there's so many ways to eat cabbage. Like, who doesn't want fried cabbage? <laughs> so, but we also have to figure out ways of preserving since they're. Saying whatever, whatever they're saying, you just want to be prepared. Hopefully, it doesn't. It's not as bad as what they say it's going to be, or you know, food shortage. Nobody feels like dealing with the food shortage. And if you don't have to go out during a food shortage, then that's good. You know, if you don't have to go out, like we invested in some some meat, some organic. Got to drive a ways to get, but you know, freezer and stuff like that. But once that's gone, what canned foods do you have? Homemade canned foods, store-bought canned foods, in case you don't have a microwave. can't. So that's what I was thinking. Like, we're all cool with quarantining now, and or we're not quarantined anymore. But you know what I mean? Being stuck at home now, you're still cooking what you like. After a while, it's going to be about what you need and what you can survive on. You know, it's like, what can you make today? What can we eat today? It's not even going to be super flavorful. You know, it's not going to be a gourmet meal. You can make you some beans. You can make you, I don't know. You may not even have any meat. You better eat your Slim Jim. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you got to think that way, though. But after a while, it's not, oh, I'm going to fry up a steak and have whatever, filet mignon and nothing like that, you're going to be like, uh, go to that pantry mm-hmm. <laughs> and see what you can make of it. So, but yeah. That's about all I have. Um, I guess we can stop there, Tasia. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk about the Stimulus stuff or well, yeah, it was just something interesting. I'm not going to go over everything because um, I didn't mention before some of the things that was going on. Um, it was just one new thing that I wanted to share about um, the lending program. So the Federal Reserve met today, and they are going to hold interest rates at close to zero percent so near zero percent the interest rates are going to be now it's a good and bad thing because your savings account won't yield that much so we need to look into other creative ways to invest our money and not just saving mm-hmm. and then the good thing about it is now, that means for loans, the interest on loans are going to be less. So right now would be a good time to look into purchasing property and um, 
any type of loan, car loans, everything else would be at a good interest rate um, until they said they're going to send it out till 2022. So I'm predicting that it would be good for real estate to a certain extent because if they're giving out stimulus checks, they're giving out if they this bill passed and they're giving out another stimulus check, which more than likely they they will. It's looking like they will some type of stimulus check they're going to give out again. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that they propose right now, giving everyone in the household twelve hundred dollars, with a maximum of six thousand dollars per household. So that right there, that would be a down payment for a house. You wouldn't be that far, or it would be a down payment. Mm-hmm. So look into different ways of investing. Uh, businesses, business loans, that would be good right now to get that started. So there's opportunity in it, um, regardless of what their true intent of doing this is with the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, so take advantage of what you can right now um, but that's just pretty much my take on it that's mm-hmm. what I got that's thought that was interesting with the interest rate yeah I guess people a lot of people will be refinancing and things mm-hmm. like that as yep. well definitely refinancing mortgages and cars and they can bring happens. those down the zero that will be amazing yeah so yeah that's what they said today Okay. So we'll see how that turns out. Well, thanks for that update. Mm-hmm. And I don't see any hands, so no hands are up. I don't think people have comments, questions, or anything like that. So, can you have anything? Uh, <clears throat> just upcoming Tuesday show is going to be about GSA bonds and the danger of using them. I just okay. got an email from somebody who used them and <laughs> the outcome they were trying to achieve, it didn't actually happen that way. So um, uh, I'm going to read that whole string of emails that I got. I had one wow. people stop messing with certain things, and they did it anyway, you know. They mm-hmm. took their chances. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll talk about that on Tuesday, you know. Okay. I think it's, it's time to mention. I mentioned it last year sometime, and I'm mentioning it again. Some of these ideas that people have been teaching was just something that they cooked up in their mind to get into your pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. They have never done them, never, you know, mm. but people, uh, you know, people like to believe. Instead of, yeah. you know, they study for themselves, they'll see why some of these things don't work. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about that on Tuesday. But other than that, you guys did a great show. I'm talking about preparing okay. for the future. Um, mm-hmm. We do need to prepare. Um, yeah. Lately, I've been really silent on some things, just observing. And uh, mm-hmm. so some information to me is starting to boil. And they'll be coming out pretty soon, but uh, yep. you know, yeah. All right, that was it. Okay. Well, everybody, you guys have a good in. night. 
All right. Yeah. You too. Thanks for being on. Tune in Tuesday, the True Tuesday, and we have our uh, consultations open. So if you want to book a consultation, you can go to jtmuse.com, mm-hmm. and we shall talk to you guys on next Thursday. Have yes, a- tune in every Thursday at 7 for those that may be new. Mm-hmm. We're here every Thursday at 7. All right, and everyone have a blessed weekend. Uh, Be fruitful, replenish, and subdue. Peace. So I want to share with you what I call the kingdom keys for success. We are about to go through some crisis in this country and every country. Some of you will lose your job. Some of your business will collapse. Some of you will have downsizing and right-sizing. Some of you will have problems trying to keep your house. And some of you are going to actually lose your capacity to generate income. And I've, I've been sent here by God, perhaps just among the other leaders, to tell you, look, if you're going to make it through the crisis, you have to focus on management. Here's God's successful key. Genesis 1.28 says these words, And the Lord blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that creeps upon the ground. Now, Listen carefully because this is really the heart of God's mandate. In Genesis 1.26, God says these words about you. Let them have dominion over the earth. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, God tells us how to do it. Dominion means to govern, to rule, to control to manage, to lead. Now in verse 28, he tells us how to dominate the earth. He gives us the process. Please get your pen. You're going to write this down because anyone who wants to dominate in the earth will have to follow God's simple process. First of all, the four keys of principles of success in God's program. Number one, be fruitful. God never said to be seedful. The first command God gave man was to be what? Fruitful. It's impossible to, be, to produce fruit unless it was preceded by seed. God will never demand what doesn't exist already. So God's first command is to be fruitful. Now when I looked at the word fruitful in the original Hebrew, it does not mean to have children. It shocked me. For example, if having children was the essence of God's command, then Abraham didn't do a good job with just one legitimate child. The word fruitful, write it down, it means productive. Be productive. God's first command to humans is be productive. That means produce something. 
Poverty is the absence of self-production. I remember uh, when Jesus was laying on the floor one day eating, a woman walked in. She was, it was illegal for her to do that, where men were eating at that time. And she stepped over Peter, James, and John, and she came to him, and she took this beautiful stone bottle, and she broke the top, and she poured this ointment over his body, and she began to rub it into his flesh and into his feet, and the scent filled the room. And right away, the men knew this scent indicates a quality of ointment that was very expensive. Matter of fact, it was imported from Egypt. They knew it. It was used for embalming bodies. It cost twelve to $13,000 U.S. in our day. And that's why they said, this is a year's wages in one bottle. And they complained to him and said, Sir, why do you let this woman waste this precious money on your body? And Jesus said something very important. They said, it could have been given to the poor. His answer was, the poor you always have with you. Now, when I look at the word poor there, it shocked me. It doesn't mean those who lack. It means non-productive ones. The first command of God is produce. Poverty is when you stop producing. And by the way, stay with me here. God said to Adam, be fruitful. God never gave Adam a chair or a table. He hid them in the trees. God never gave man shoes. He hid them in the cows. God never built a building before. He hid the buildings in the dirt, in the concrete. He hid the cars and the ore in the mountains. Be fruitful. Be productive. The future of Australia is not in America or England. It's in Australia. The capacity to produce is right here. Poverty is a lack of creativity, not a lack of resources. There is no crisis except a crisis of creativity. No money has left the planet. No matter what they say around the world, no money went to the moon, no money went to Mars, it's all still here. And it will be attracted to creativity because crisis creates creativity and innovation. It is those who are productive that will attract resources. is multiply. Multiply means to reproduce what you produced. If you follow any successful company, you know, I was driving here a moment ago and I just saw McDonald's. And McDonald's uh, is far away from its original headquarters in, uh, in Orlando. And uh, it's amazing, when you go to McDonald's in any part of the world, it's the same burger. McDonald's has discovered God's program more effectively than the church. First of all, you what? Produce. Everybody say produce. 
In other words, you produce something. You produce one good item. McDonald's produced a product called Big Mac. You cannot find the Mac anywhere else. That's their fruit. But having a good product, you will still die of starvation. A good idea doesn't make you wealthy or successful. You got to be able to move to stage number two. Multiply. Reproduce it. McDonald's have developed a system that can produce one billion burgers every single month. And it's the same Big Mac. In China, in Ukraine, in Mexico, it's the same burger. In the Bahamas, in Jamaica, in Trinidad, in London, it's the same burger. Why? They have learned to move God's second stage. They produce and then they reproduce. Every successful business on earth has stolen God's process. And only the church have missed it. That's why we're broke. Microsoft, Bill Gates produced one good fruit. And then he put the system in to multiply it. What you cannot reproduce will die. The third ex command of God is very important. He said replenish. Everybody said replenish. The word replenish means to distribute. You know, it's incredible God's ideas are all business ideas. Why? You are a manager. No matter how good your product is, and no matter how many times you reproduce it, nothing can destroy a company faster than dead inventory. Come on, businessman, talk to me. You can have the best product in the world in the warehouse and still die of starvation. You must move to the third level of success, and that is distribution. This church was not built by God just to become a good product. He wants to reproduce this a thousand times in the city. And then he wants to distribute it to other nations of the world. Any company, anywhere in the world, who are successful, have followed God's program. The fourth level of God's success management program is, he said, subdue. Subdue means to control the market. You know, McDonald's have no interest in competition. They are after domination. <laughs> if you are in business, and you don't have a plan to dominate the market, get out of the business. Bill Gates is the wealthiest man in the world today because he was the most successful human so far in our generation who successfully followed God's program. He produced a fruit, he reproduced it, and then he distributed it in every computer, and he was so successful that the entire government was threatened in the United States. He began to dominate the entire computer market. So they called him into Congress, sat him down, and said, you can't do this. You're too successful. You can't control every computer in the world. His success made him a threat. 
What are you doing with your gift? That's why I'm here today. You were born with a gift. Oh, I need two more sessions for this. This is too important. Listen to me. Your life is a packaged seed bag. Subdue, control. And God says, if you follow these four principles, be fruitful, produce your gift, your product, multiply, reproduce it, replenish, distribute it, subdue, control the market, the result will be dominion. Dominion, therefore, is not a pursuit. It's a result. 